and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. On day two, we capture the context. We recognize our world today is just a little bit different than the world at the time of the Bible. There are customs, practices, idioms, and descriptions of locations that are lost on us. On this day, we take the opportunity to explore the context of the chapters in front of us. Yesterday, we listened to chapters 29 through 32 of Genesis. Let's explore what's taking place surrounding this lesson. But first, let us begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, blessed are they who hear the word of God and obey it. Amen. In chapters 29 and 30, we come across the phrase, the people of the East. Well, who is being referred to here? This phrase often refers to nomadic or semi-nomadic tribes. It can also be a little bit more generic, but it does fit with the people that Jacob meets near his family line, of those who are caretakers of sheep and those that are protecting cattle. It's in these two chapters that Jacob meets his match in Laban. Laban was a master deceiver, as we see examples here, as we see examples here of deception in marriage as well as in terms of pay. And this goes on for multiple verses and chapters, pretty much the entire relationship that that Jacob has with Laban. We are introduced to some wedding customs uh, that may be a little bit different for us. First, that a wedding celebration at this time typically lasted one week. We also see something similar in the time period of Jesus at Jesus' first miracle, changing water into wine. At times, what we see in these chapters is heartbreaking. The same word that was translated here as was not loved often means was hated. The dysfunctional relationship between Jacob and his two spouses. Again, here we see the example of multiple wives, and it's important for us to note that this was not God's design. We can go back to the first two chapters of Genesis where God gives his perfect design, his vision for marriage. Often we see examples of people in Scripture not following that perfect design. And yet we're thankful that God works in spite of sinful human beings. And we see that happening here as God comes and blesses each of Leah and Rachel at various times. We note as children are born, again, the names of the meaning of names uh, carry significance. And we see that throughout the, the names of the children that are being listed here. We also come across the issue of polygamy like we saw earlier with Abraham and Hagar. Again, we are reminded that this is not the custom of God, but was the custom of the culture around them. 
more often than not, we see this being used by God's people as an act of a lack of trust in God's promises. There is an unusual scene that takes place that revolves around something called mandrakes. Mandrakes were a plant thought to be an aphrodisiac and fertility drug. So again, as there were struggles with conception of of bearing more children, that helps us to paint a, a better understanding of what is happening around this scene. In chapters 31 and 32, we come across uh, an issue with household gods as Rachel stole the household gods from Laban's house. Well, what exactly does this mean, household gods? Often these idols were associated with inheritance, inheritance rights to family property. And here we're not sure if motives were economic or religious. Again, we have in this context that both Leah and Rachel were concerned about uh, potential inheritance uh, or lack thereof from Laban to being passed down to his daughters. What ensues as Jacob takes his family and goes on the run, what ensues is a 300-mile chase. That's roughly the amount of distance Uh, that it takes by the time Laban catches up to Jacob. And then we get into this description, this scene, with regarding a memorial stone. Deception and suspicion surrounded the relationship between Jacob and Laban. After family accusations and posturing, both sides make a covenant. But note Laban's words of suspicion, while Jacob views this as a peaceful separation. This memorial stone was to symbolize, act as a reminder of this treaty, of this covenant that is made between them. And now, after 20 years, Jacob is on the brink of returning home. We will cover Jacob's return later on in the week. But as we come to the end of these chapters, we again note that names carry significance. When Jacob is given the name Israel, the name Israel means one who wrestled with God and won. We also get to the name Peniel, which means face of God. Jacob, when he asked the question, Who are you with the person that he was wrestling with? It wasn't a question that when Jacob asked who he was wrestling with, the answer that came back was, why are you bothering to ask the question? When Jacob named this place Peniel, it it definitely revealed that he knew exactly who it was that he was wrestling with. And so our chapters conclude a 20-year lesson. And Jacob returns in the same way he left, in God's presence and blessing. With God's presence and blessing. This wraps up today's podcast. 
We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.